And one day I said, I'm going to make scones. So I started playing around with it. Just after some trial and error, I said, wow, I think these are really good. I was only 13 years old. <laughs> I remember just kind of pushing the plate in front of my, my family, and they could not come up from the plate. They loved them so much. Hey, guys. guys. Welcome to Sweet Husbands TV. I'm Joshua. I'm Matt. And we are the Sweet Husbands. You're going to get me in trouble. I've got an addictive personality. Before we get into today's video, if you could do us a favor and go down there and touch that little bell button. If it's red, that means you ain't subscribed. So subscribe. Hey guys, we are here with Danielle Marulo from The Hungry Gnome. Hi everyone. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. I actually started my scone business when I was 13 years old. I just was always baking, always trying new recipes. And one day I said, I'm gonna make scones. So I started playing around with it. Just after some trial and error, I said, wow, I think these are really good. I was only 13 years old. <laughs> I remember just kind of pushing the plate in front of my, my family and, and watching them all eat it. And I, I made 10 different kinds at, oh one, at once. So I was experimenting with blueberries and chocolate chip and banana nut, you name it, I did it. And everybody at the table was kind of quiet, but I took that as you know, a good thing because they could not come up from the plate. They loved them so much. So I said, okay, there's something to this. And my parents said, you know, you really, you have this entrepreneurial spirit and even though you're so young, you have such a passion for baking, let's try to do something with this. Why don't you try to make a little business out of it in the summers? So one summer morning, I made a batch of scones and I hit the pavement. I went to my uh, different businesses in my town, coffee shops and even farmers markets, hair salons that served pastries for their guests, and uh, I just brought samples. And by the time I got home, and this I didn't have a cell phone, I was, I was young and not many people had cell phones then, and by the time I got home on my parents' home landline phone, there were all these voice messages saying, we loved your scones, we'd love to have them in our store. Right then and there, within one day, I was in business. I had my parents take me to Costco. I bought a whole lot of ingredients. And I, you know, every morning would wake up at four o'clock in the morning, bake a whole bunch of scones, and they couldn't drive, because I was 13. <laughs> so my parents would drop them off on their way to work and I would do all my inventory and receipts on handwritten wow. receipt paper that I got from Michael's craft store. Yes. I made my own business cards on uh, Microsoft Paint. Everyone always asks me, what's with the gnome? I have an older sister who I'm extremely close with. We're only 18 months apart, oh, wow. and she's kind of this bougie New York City businesswoman, always dressed to the nines, but she has this secret, and she actually collects gnomes. She loves gnomes. It's so out of character for her, so, I thought, you know what, when I was creating my business name, I'm so close with my sister, she's so supportive of me and my baking and my art, so I said, I'm gonna name this business after her, The Hungry Gnome. So that's where I got the name. What makes my scones so special, I think, is that they're so buttery and moist. Be they're a little bit <laughs> They're a little crisp on the outside. There's a nice kind of uh, granular sugar on the outside. It gives a nice crunchy bite. And then the inside is moist, a little bit fluffy. And that traditionally a scone, when you think of a scone, everyone says, oh, I don't like them. They're so dry. Mm -hmm. But then you eat mine and they're not dry at all. And I think that's why people like mine. Maybe it's not the most traditional of scones, sure. but I've taken something that people don't necessarily like about the scone and made it better. I grew up on Long Island, New York, in a town called St. James, and I grew up cooking since the time I was seven years old, really by myself. Cooking and baking, always loved to do it. I grew up in a big Italian household, so cooking was a huge part of our life. 
and everything revolved around the next meal. And then I ended up, I went to Penn State University for hospitality management, so more of the front of house side rather than the back of house side. You know, I always loved New York City. I love the hustle and bustle. It's so motivating and there's so much opportunity there. So right after college, I said, I have to be in New York City. So my older sister and I moved to the city together and I started working in hotels. Um, I was actually a food and beverage manager at the Waldorf Astoria Hotel. You know, I still felt like I need to get back in the kitchen, you know? And so I ended up going to culinary school on the side in the evenings and went to the French Culinary Institute. And that's kind of when my business came to fruition and I said, we gotta, we gotta make this a thing. So now I've been doing both management and cooking simultaneously and uh, love every second of it, it's great. So in 2010, I believe it was, um, I got chosen to be on a special edition of Chopped, a show that has been on now forever and everyone loves. It's kind of when nothing's on, you have to put on Chopped, yeah, and it's yeah. always entertaining. Anderson Cooper had a daytime talk show for about two years, a couple years ago, and he had Ted Allen from Chopped, the host of Chopped, mm -hmm. on his show, and they decided to do a special edition of Chopped with Anderson Cooper. A casting director reached out to me and they said, we'd love for you to compete on the show. So I said, okay, this is super exciting. I was only 20 years old. I was like, this is a great opportunity wow. for me. And so I went and I ended up winning the show. Nice. Um, it was a breakfast challenge, which, you know, I, I'm good at breakfast. Yeah. Um, and I love breakfast because you can kind of combine sweet and savory, yes. and that's kind of where I really uh, thrive. And I ended up winning, so that was really exciting. That was my first TV experience. Then I was I was asked to try out for MasterChef, another great show with Gordon Ramsay. I ended up getting chosen, but I ended up turning it down. With reality shows, they really have so much control over what is going to air, and they can kind of mix things that you say. I was afraid that they could potentially build a character around me that I didn't want to follow me for the rest of my life. Sometimes I regret um, not doing it. I think it would have been a really nice experience, but you know, you have to go with your gut. And I felt like at that time, it maybe wasn't the best uh, opportunity for me. Another show was Food Fighters, which was on NBC for a few years. One of my signature dishes was my grandma's meatballs. Danielle, as a little girl, would always asked me, Grandma, can I help you to cook? And I would say, of course you can, sweetheart. And she would follow all my instructions to the letter. Danielle, I said to her, I want you to keep up our Italian traditions and learn all Grandma's recipes. And she was so willing. And so I had to make the meatballs timed. It was like a 20 minute challenge. I had to make my Grandma's meatballs, which usually simmer for hours at a time, try to get that flavor profile in 20 minutes and I had to do it for an entire day. They kept making us do it again and again and again same and again. Dish. Same oh dish. And they'd taste it and they'd film you and they'd ask you questions. This is just the casting. And then in the end, I was probably, I think about 13th and they chose, uh, I think 10 people. And so I ultimately did not get shown on, on camera, but it was a really cool experience. And then another show I was on was Frankenfood, which didn't last that long on TV. It was on Spike TV. And that was an interesting show because you had to make a dish that sounded really gross and weird, but it was actually delicious. I made peanut butter and jelly rabbit. Weird, I know. And they loved it. And they, I ended up winning third place. 
really exciting that's going on now is, you know, I, I have been doing my business on my own, plugging away day, you know, I do have a full-time job besides my business. And so I wake up early mornings, do my own drop-offs for my scones and also come home and, you know, I'm plugging away. I'm making the scones. I'm working on my website. I do it all by myself. Well, with the help of my fiance, everyone needs a good support team. My fiance, he'll often, if I'm like, it's the middle of the night, I'm making scones, I run out of eggs. I'm like, oh my God, Dan, I ran out of eggs. He, he just, he puts on his jacket, he goes to Dwayne Reed, he gets the eggs. He never complains, he's the sweetest. There's only so long you can do a business like that and I, I have so much demand that I definitely need you know, to grow. So now I'll be working with a facility on Long Island that's gonna be helping me to produce my product um, and still, obviously, I've done a year actually worth of, of testing to make sure my product is still the same that you'd get as, this, as if I was making it on my own. And they've done a great job with it. And now I'm going to be hopefully selling them at least on the East Coast and maybe nationwide. Mm -hmm. And so that's about to launch. And I'm super excited because I'm hoping. Maybe thanks. Thank you. But in the meantime, I mean, I, I sell them at different coffee shops in the city. There's a coffee shop called Four or Five Coffee Shop. Yeah. It's on uh, 46th Street in between 6th and 7th Ave. And they sell my chocolate chip scones every day. And they're a big seller there. And they bake them off every morning. So. Um, yeah, it's definitely some worth going. You gotta check them out. Danielle from The Hungry Gnome left us these delicious chocolate chip scones that we're gonna try right now with our coffee. Uh, you can just tell there's just so much delicious butter and crystallized mm -hmm. sugar on the outside. Very good, very buttery. Mm. The chocolate's delicious. Yummy. You get so much texture in the outside with that extra like crystallized sugar on top, it just gives you that nice crunch and crisp and then you get into the meat of the scone and it's just so nice and mm. Like you know you're being bad, but it's good. <laughs> like I definitely can't do this every day, but oh man, that's so good. Holy cow. This is probably the best scone I've ever had in my life. I also love how generous she is with the chocolate chips. You know, you're not going to want for more chocolate. Mm -hmm. If you want to try some Hungry Gnome scones, get them at 4 or 5 Coffee Roasters on 46th Street. And soon she'll be shipping and available at least on the East Coast and maybe eventually nationwide. Thank you guys so much for checking out the video. If you like what you saw, please like, comment, subscribe, go back, check out other videos, leave us suggestions in the comments of places you'd like for us to cover. And to find out more about The Hungry Gnome, where can they go? Sure, they can go to thehungrygnomeny.com. They can follow me on Instagram at thehungrygnome. I also have a food blog called Got Room For More if you're interested in some of my original recipes and videos as well if you love to cook. Yeah, check it out. All right, check it out, guys. And as always, keep sweet. Oh, you're gonna get me in trouble. I've got an addictive personality. <laughs>